0: It's going to be interesting, this is the first episode I've ever written without medication and then recorded on medication, so this is going to be...
1: It's the first day, you really consider to be on medication. I
0: don't know, I'm real fucking calm right now.
1: But (laughs) but doesn't this stuff take like two weeks to actually like...
0: Allegedly, but things work weird with me. Hello and welcome to Supernatural Selection. (laughs) I'm your host, Kevin Heyman, with me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing?
1: It's, it's day six without Beaver Nuggets, and I don't think I can make it.
0: You know, I I get that actually, I, well, I really no, do.
1: What, but just before we started recording, I thought I would like to snack on something. Where are those? Oh wait, I'm out of Beaver Nuggets. I'm yeah, just like
0: we don't even have a Bucky's yeah, to go. It'll to. It'll be
1: like a year before I get anymore because we really only go there, you know, on the way to Atlanta.
0: Mike, hmm. on the way back. 10
1: bags. Without a buff, you're completely fucked. Uh, they'd be completely stale, though, by the time you got to bag number eight. Maybe. Maybe you should freeze them. T- I wonder how, how uh, freeze friendly beaver nuggets are. I
0: don't know, but this is getting weird. <laughs> and this is also the second time we've talked about beaver nuggets. And we've got Mr. <laughs> David Davis. David, how are you doing?
2: I want to point out it's the third time we've talked about beaver nuggets. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. Well, yes. In,
1: across two shows.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we've talked about it. That We talked about it on the distraction hole, and then now. Again. Well, David and I'll, I keep bringing it up. So that's it's my true. Fault. <laughs> it is your fault. But you are also, in fact, Jonesing for the Nugs.
2: Uh, I'm doing okay. I have the Starfield targeting reticule burned in my cornea right now. That's fair. What started off finishing up a mission against some space pirates, ended up being me, like, doing cyberpunk corporate hacking bullshit on a planet for, like, seven hours. (laughs) That's how it goes.
1: I I feel you. Uh, David, you know what I did? Huh? I I bought a, uh, on the Play Store, I bought a uh, smartwatch face. That's the Starfield watch (laughs) for my watch. So oh, I yeah. look at my
2: watch and I see Starfield.
1: I can play. Sorry, go
2: ahead. Oh, I kind of like that Starfield uh, skin that you can get on the Xbox uh, Series X, where you just kind of like slide it on there. Because I, I like. Well, well, we'll talk about Starfield on Sunday, but
0: yeah, let's do that. Because I, like I was just going to say, this is this is a very different show because this week we're talking about something that I've kind of wanted to cover for a little while now. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. l- before we get started, let's do the housekeeping. First off, we're still looking for folks to advertise with us. It's $2 a slot. We've got uh, spots up front. We've got mid-roll. And if you want, we can have at the end of the episode spots. Doesn't matter. We're free and easy. Well, not free. We're $2 and
2: easy. Mm-hmm. Like your mom.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll,
2: I'll tattoo your domain on my lower back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We will we will advertise you with shitty
1: tramp stamp. Tramp stamp, David Davis, for only how
2: much? <laughs> what, what's your price? Oh, that's
0: his nickname now. Tramp stamp. Oh, stamp oh, David. Oh no,
1: it,
2: it's in the two dollars.
1: So you. Oh, so uh, two, wow, that's that, that's that, cheap. Then yep. That that tattoo is going to cost a lot more than two dollars. Well, you got to have we, a
0: minimum uh, purchase for him to do it. Well, and, I
2: was just going to use like,
1: sharpie.
0: Oh oh, I was, was going to
1: say I think we can get like a eBay tattoo gun for like thirty bucks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, lifetime <laughs> advertising gets you the tattoo gun. <laughs> so, anyway, we also have Patreon. If you're interested in helping support the show and uh, you know help support the uh, the cost of running the website and all that fun stuff, and help us sort of move gradually toward having more time to work on this, we have a Patreon.
2: Like video too. We could do video if we um, yeah, had if some we more had funding. time
0: and. Yeah, for plastic surgery,
2: (laughs) and you know, well, isn't that why we're making live tube characters? Yeah,
0: I got
1: got a little VTuber I'm working on. Yeah, Yeah, I think we, I think all three of us would need better cameras for a decent quality. Yeah, Yeah, I need a better camera. But that's
2: where the money comes in. Exactly. Do you want to? Do you want to pay more
0: money? Sure, we all do.
1: That's what the uh, our corporate overlords think. We just
2: want to pay more money.
1: Yep.
0: So, uh, besides that, R.G.Bots is officially
2: back. Woo, my dumb fucking D- robots are back.
0: I love your dumb fucking robots.
2: <laughs> I yeah, love the so hole awesome.
0: drilled in the head that was on green last
1: time. As long as you the, don't like fucking dumb robots.
2: Oh. Well, that's for another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my, my comic, R.G.Bots, BOTS dot uh, com. It is... Uh, I'm going to try to stick to a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule because it's very easy for me to produce the comic compared to like, right. Cosmic Dash. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's just a chaotic kind of um, comedy thing. Uh, yep. I enjoy it. It's
0: fun. It's fun. It's goofy as fuck. That's all you need to know. Yep. So, uh, that being said, how about we get on to the subject at hand for this week?
2: Mm, didn't, uh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So, this week, we're going to be talking about the conspiracy theory, gentlemen, that there are hidden underground bases all over the world, possibly run by aliens. Now, to do that, we're going to be talking about two in particular, and I feel like these are the two best examples. One of these, the Denver Airport, is pretty common knowledge, and the owners of the facility kind of lean into it. It's honestly kind of fun. Okay. The other is super secret and is full of everything we normally talk about when we cover aliens and stuff. There's lots of these we could discuss, but the one we're covering is the Dulce base. So The, the sweet base? Yeah, sweet base. Our sources this week. First is Conspiracy Theories. Beneath the Radar: The Denver International Airport Kindle Edition by Cheryl Leonard. This is actually a pretty good read, and uh, it sets out the conspiracy, of the Denver airport, uh, the elements behind it, and then it just is like, "Here, you fucking deal with it now." <laughs> you don't work. I'm better. Yeah, it doesn't try to tell you it's true or anything. It doesn't say it's false. It's like this is what some people believe. Good luck sleeping tonight.
1: <laughs> i'll sleep fine thank you yeah. very much
0: <laughs> our second source is the dulce wars underground alien bases and the battle for planet earth kindle edition by branton just just branton just branton
1: The like the the, the, the resort town that Oh, that's Brand's yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's Branson Missouri this is Branton it, it just uh, reminds
2: me of the Simpsons. gabo's coming yes exactly <laughs> now like like
1: a uh, uh, like, uh, Biden's son no that's Hunter
0: that's Hunter
1: I'm trying to think of Brand, what was Brandon oh that's let's go Brandon.
2: It, I, It's I, like, yeah it's like if Brian Cranston wanted to like go and simplify his name.
0: Oh, like Madonna. Yeah, just
2: oh, yeah. Branton. Branston.
0: Branton. Branton, yeah. Now, I don't know who Branton is, but he needs medication. <laughs> the book will lay out a conspiracy and then explain that it's bullshit, you know, after I made the fucking notes on the conspiracy. Oh, God. And <laughs> then... Uh, it it jumps around real badly. There are chapters about the conspiracy, chapters about the base, a chapter about the conspiracy already covered in the chapter, but it's really poorly constructed. Um, and our last source is http. Okay, it is sacred dash texts dot slash ufo slash dulce dot I have a link to it if you want to look at it it is literally a green text on black background site from the early days of the internet that made me feel really nostalgic actually
2: like it kind of has that sort of i shouldn't be seeing this info feel of the early internet
0: it feels like i'm looking over um uh god what's his name ferris bueller kid matthew
2: broderick oh yeah war games
0: yeah, it feels like I'm looking over her shoulder during war games. It's going, do you want to play a game?
1: <laughs> it, it it makes me feel like it was written by a 14-year-old who had just seen The Matrix and thought it was the baddest-ass stuff ever.
0: I am willing to wager that it was a 30-year-old that had just seen The Matrix and thinks it's the most badass thing ever.
2: <laughs> I'm no, no, going to say it was a 52-year-old who read Cyberpunk. <laughs> or uh, who who read, um, I don't know, one, one of those uh, Cyberpunk books snow oh, crash snow crash yeah there you go snow crash yeah um,
1: no no it was it was a it was a 44 year old who had their 14 year old son in the late 90s <laughs> help them build the web page you know what it's all those things and, and more and less and much less,
0: less. <laughs> yes so guys let's talk about the denver Airport. okay, okay. now so, so seeing as this one's covered by the lame stream media what do you, guys, what do you guys know about the Denver Airport?
2: It's it an airport big. in Denver.
1: Yeah. God damn it. it! Had like a lot of like, wasn't it over budget and like way behind schedule?
0: Yes, yes, it was very good, Mike. I mean, just I'm just remembering what I heard from the yeah. news. No, seriously, very good. Uh, on February 28th, in fact, 1995, the Denver International Airport opened over budget and behind schedule. <laughs> There was a lot of pushback from the locals because they already had what they felt was a perfectly serviceable airport, but this new one was pushed through nonetheless. That's
2: big mm-hmm. airline for you.
0: Big airline. It's like big pharma. Mm-hmm. It's also much further away from Denver, which is one of the first things conspiracy theorists point out about it. And while that does sound odd to some people, does anyone really want to live next to
1: an airport? No, no. In fact... uh Uh, all the uh, NIMBYs really like moving next to airports and then complaining about them. Mm -hmm. What is a NIMBY? Not in my
2: backyard. Oh, those guys, right. I I got kicked off a next door for calling someone a NIMBY. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Heck yeah. yeah.
0: Now, I know Jackson's airport isn't even in the same fucking county let alone the same city
1: yeah it's it it, they they annexed the hell out of that land i don't know how that came about
0: oh there was money and cocaine so the first thing to note about the airport is before you even get to the building we need to talk about the giant blue demon horse
2: okay yeah
0: now gentlemen if you look in the dock I have provided an image of what the residents of Denver lovingly named Blucifer. Blucifer was designed and built by artist Luis Jimenez and was commissioned back in 1993 for the airport. Jimenez would fall behind drastically and the horse would not be installed for another 15 fucking years. Jesus. This all led to massive litigation that went nowhere, but they ended up, all in all, paying for the horse twice over.
2: Well, you can't look at gift horse in the mouse without paying for it twice. Is it true? No, I, I, I'm trying to be silly. I'm sorry. Oh, I know.
0: I'm, no, it's okay. I'm, sorry. I'm just like,
2: God damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, now, I like how you pronounced his name because, like, it's just Jimenez. Jimenez, yeah, you're I'm, you're putting emphasis on like the I, I think. Well, I'm putting
0: a in there, so, <laughs> and I'm basically being a shitty uh uh talking head on local news.
2: <laughs> Jimenez,
1: Jimenez. So yeah, so I just had to look up the where the airport was on mm-hmm. a map just to see. And It is quite a bit of ways. It is. But are you going to talk about? I'm sure you'll talk about the uh, the layout of this airport.
0: Oh, I forgot to put that in, but let's talk about that as well so before we move on. It
1: is very
0: swastika-like. It's okay. Here's the thing: a lot of people point out the swastika, and like I mean, you from, hear that, and yeah, it is very swastika-like, but it's also kind
1: of like a fucked-up swastika. Well, yeah, but I mean that's that, and on one hand. You know, on the other, on the skeptic hand, I'm like, why would you, obviously there's a reason for it. Well, one, it's, you know, all the departures and, you know, the more incoming and outgoing departures you can have, the better, but. Right. And it there's is... four cardinal directions, but it's so. Like if obviously gonna... a swastika. No, it's like, no, it's like if your goal was to make it look like a swastika, you failed because like one it arm's based... fatter than the other arm. Oh yeah, arm. yeah, yeah, and. In... And and then at that point, it's like, why would you then make it look like a swastika if you're just failing to make it look like a... If you're going to make it look like a bad swastika, then what's the point?
0: My thing is, when someone drew lines over the runways to show the swastika shape, it really did look like a three-year-old drawing a swastika from
1: having just heard about it. So, it's it's coincidental at best, and... You know, ill conceived at worst. Yeah, it's it. But I mean, it's there. I mean, you can't look at it and go like, oh, that kind of looks like a fucked up swastika. But yeah, but so again, uh, oh, and the other point I wanted to make, sorry to budget, but right in, but the other point I wanted to make is that why would you tip your hand like that if you are we, super? We'll get to that. Well, I will just raise the question now, and we'll answer it later. But okay, you know, okay. with with this, it's like, why wait, make it that if obvious? You're, if you're if you're hiding shit there, why are you gonna make it look like a swastika?
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, David, have you seen the runways?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I was taking yeah. a look at it, and uh, yeah, it it's looks like a swastika with a little tiny arm.
0: It, it looks, like it's, got it's like the little, Nemo of swastikas.
1: It's got, got two little arms, one medium arm, and one fat arm.
0: Yeah, it's like the Finding Nemo of swastikas. <laughs> so, also, back to Blucifer.
1: Yeah.
0: Jimenez was killed by the statue during construction when a part of it <clears throat> fell on him and crushed him, and he bled out. Jesus so, Christ. So, you know, human sacrifice, intended or not, went into this horse.
2: Horse is haunted. <laughs> what? The, the horse is haunted. <laughs> it just, if it wasn't Lote's haunted when it killed back. him, it's haunted now.
0: <laughs> Lotzkun gun gets back in castle. Horse, horse is, is haunted. Now, why anyone thought a giant blue horse with glowing red eyes at night would be a welcoming sight? I have no idea. And it's only a part of the questionable des- design decisions that would set conspiracy theorists off.
2: You know, on the other hand, cool people are like, "Fuck yeah, giant demon horse." Only thing would be uh, that would be better is if it like breathes fire.
0: Oh yeah, no, I was thinking uh, if it breathed fire and just screamed, "Remember so, me."
1: So <laughs> I can I can kind of field a plausible a, explanation. for Denver Broncos. It. Yeah, they no. one of their main colors is blue, and I it's know. a you know, Bronco horse.
0: It is still a giant fucking demon
1: horse with glowing red <laughs> Satan eyes. Well, have you seen the current incarnation of the uh, Denver Broncos horse? It looks pretty demonic. I don't know anything about sports ball, so. No. I don't either, but I just looked it up because uh, I wanted to make sure that. Okay. And it, it's an evil looking horse it's, head. It used to be like a friendly looking horse head. Now it's just evil.
0: Well, yeah. Now, also, there is a 26 foot. Tall seven-ton statue of fucking Anubis outside the airport. <clears throat> it was a, it was erected for a King Tut exhibit, but conspiracy theorists claim it's a symbol of death, put there by the New World Order to I don't know collect souls or something.
2: Now, our airports typically known for their exhibits.
0: Now, ours has some shitty art, but this one, so yes, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. The exhibit was like in the city, and but sometimes yeah. they'll put like you know, sure, attract you know kind of representations or you know, ads or you know things in the airport yeah. to like you know attract people, I guess. Okay,
0: this isn't in the outline, but you know what just dawned on me just from hmm. these two statues? Huh. It's like if you
1: built an airport in Sim City. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like if you built an airport to uh, hide things for Mister Jones to come find. Yeah.
0: Ah, Dr. Jones. You have a nasty habit of surviving. All right, so. All it's missing is a Zeppelin. Yes. Now, around the grounds of the airport, there's been a lot of strange construction. First, several buildings and runways were constructed before opening and then buried. When asked, the airport commission simply said they were, quote, built wrong, and that's as much info as they've given.
2: We built on the wrong ley lines.
0: All right, you know what? That's as good an explanation as anything, to be honest.
2: So,
1: so I doubt runways were buried. That's, that's That doesn't make sense. That's in the conspiracy. But, you know, I'm the sure... The buildings... We'll,
0: I got a theory about the buildings. Yeah, we... I... Yeah. Yeah. But, they say, of course... Now, there's also fences around the airport. And we'll get back to what the buildings are there for in a minute. But the fences around the airport are topped with... Inward-facing razor wire, which people have pointed to along with the buildings and runways as being signs of future re-education camps set up for the New World Order Illuminati lizard people. It's like an a la carte for crazy pants. <laughs> now the thing is, razor wire—it doesn't matter what fucking direction it's leaning, no. leaning guys. It's gonna do its job. Yeah, Mike, I'm- guys, Mike in particular. Why do you think the buildings were buried? Do you think they were built to be buried or did they literally build them wrong like the commission said and just bury them instead of tearing them down?
1: So, from what I there's two parts of what, you know, I know. There's what I know from, you know, hearing actual stuff about the airport, there's I think stuff I know from either you or being around you. <laughs> Or, you know, the kind of the things crazy that, osmosis, yeah. but, uh, the first off is that, so it's a fucking airport, right? Yeah. You do realize people should realize that, you know, airports have to do things like, oh, I don't know, move luggage and shit yeah. around. There are subterranean, if, if possible, like, yes, airports like the Jackson the airport here, doesn't have any subterranean levels because we can't really dig down very yeah, deep. Yeah, Yazoo here. Clay would tear that shit apart like but a child with tinfoil. In places with like good bedrock or good, you know, like say soil. a mountainous yeah. area. Yeah. You know, you, you bury, le- you know, basements and sub basements and all that so you can have more infrastructure below. Sure. Yeah. No, like so, Disney World. So looking at this, there seems to be, in fact, I'm sure there's passenger stuff below because I see from looking from the main building, like that has the roads leading up to it. Mm -hmm. There's an offshoot and there's one, uh, for what a terminal. That's what one terminal with a bunch of planes and completely unconnected. There's two other terminals with Mm -hmm. planes on it. Guess how shit and people get to those two other terminals. It's not by bus teleporters. Yes. Teleporters (laughs) or what we like to call subways. Yes. David?
2: Uh, I I don't know. I think sometimes I I feel like these things just happen to fuck with people. Like, you know, know, people got their eyes on this airport. Hey, what if we took a building and buried it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fuck with them.
0: (laughs) Now, before we get to the actual inside of the airport and the underground sections, let's talk about the roof. There is an image of the roof. In the document. Again, we'll have a link to the document in the description of the uh, podcast. So if you want to see any of these images we mentioned, they're in there. So if you will look, there is a picture of the roof. Mm -hmm. You'll notice that it has a very unique design. Yeah. It is apparently
1: meant to evoke the image of teepees. That's what I thought when I first saw it. Yeah, you know, Native American tents. Or or sailing ships. It also kind of looks very sailboaty, but
2: you know. Or Space
1: Mountain. That's also true.
0: While, sure, this may may be a way to pay homage to the native peoples of the area, rumors run rampant that the site of the airport is actually a former burial ground.
2: Of course. (laughs) Bless you.
1: Made me sneeze.
0: Yeah, Dang, scrambled your ram there. So, from everything I've read, this is a fabrication by conspiracy theorists to claim it's absorbing souls or organ energy or something. It's kind of hard to pin them down on this one. It's
1: because abstract cloth coverings on a building are nefarious purpose.
2: This is starting to sound like the Overlook from The Shining.
1: <laughs> or or Poltergeist
0: as well. Who knows? <laughs> Now, moving to the actual interior, the big story has always been the murals. Now, I'm putting a link in the doc to a website with the images that discusses how these murals fuel the conspiracy, but I would like for you guys to click that and take a look at the murals. Mike, have you seen these?
1: Um, I've seen some before.
0: Right. Well, if you scroll down a little ways, it's got much better images of them, uh, And you can look at those while I continue. Mm -hmm. Now, these murals show images like children mourning the end of peace and a stormtrooper stabbing a dove of peace with a saber. It is incredibly strong and decidedly odd imagery to have posted in a place full of tourists and travelers. Mm. Now, of course, the artists claim that it's showing hope for the future through our children and whatnot. The conspiracy is that this is blatantly showing the New World Order's plans and that the DIA will be the headquarters once the takeover happens. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the art once you've had a good look at it.
2: Now, now see, for me, um, did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? No, and I kept meaning to. So, so in Parks and Recreation, there's a constant gag of all these really fucked up murals in the, in the, the town hall. Um, Right. And, like, these give me the the Pawnee mural vibes.
0: I'm Um, looking at Sunday Boxing right now. (laughs) Yes, it's a man punching a woman in the stomach. It's like settlers (laughs) in the Old West just beating up
2: women. Scroll down to Traveling Magician. That's my absolute favorite one.
0: Traveling... I love Spirit of Pawnee, but... (laughs) And Sarah <laughs> Nelson Quindle is also a good. <laughs> they're burning him at the stake. But but y- it's the seventies.
2: <laughs> but but they're you see what I mean about it having those kind of vibes, just it un- does settling.
0: Yes. Mike. Yeah. Not on conspiracy stuff, but the murals themselves. Yeah. How do they make you feel?
1: I mean so they're quite a style, I'll say. Yes. Um, There's a lot of crying children. And well, I'm talking about some happy ones, but artistic, like just the it's very surrealist. It is. It's also Um, like I I wouldn't say the stormtrooper, the stormtrooper, if he's stabbing that dove, he's stabbing it right in the cloaca because it's in the
0: butt. It is in fact stabbing the dove. There's no blood,
1: so I think it just might be an ill placed dove that's supposed to be, you know, falling.
0: You do notice all the weeping women lined up and like the dead children, right? I mean, yeah.
1: And also, apparently,
0: all these pages have like you'll see like pages laying on the ground in some of these, yeah. And those those have actual text of children talking about themselves dying.
1: Well, I, you know, this one didn't seem to be... I mean, it could be figuratively interpreted as dying, but it didn't o- overtly say dying. Well,
0: it's pretty goddamn dark, though. Yeah, The, as whole, the, the whole vibe, it's it's a very yeah, odd choice.
2: As the, youth, uh, as the youth says, the vibes are sus.
1: Oh, God, I just withered
2: and, to dust. And
1: it's also, like, I don't know, the... I don't like the art style. I don't either. All. Like like I don't like, even, like anything th- about it. I don't even talk about the themes. I'm no. just talking about the the As an artist, I'm not a fan colour palettes and the you know I don't know okay, there are dead children. Okay, now I see dead children in coffins. Thank
0: here. you. That's yeah.
1: But, um and a penguin in a box. Yep. And a flying whale. Yep. But it's very small whale.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's all fucked. It's all fucky.
2: They should have, have they should have had Ingo Swan paint the airport.
0: Oh my God! I but, really we need to go back to Ingo soon.
1: But yeah, no, it's I mean it is quite a choice. I mean, but I mean, do we have any uh, evidence on whether it was artist discretion or did somebody? Oh, it was like,
0: artist discretion. So
1: it was the artist allegedly. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, that's, uh, if you want to believe in, like, human free will, of course this was all obviously a ploy by the the New World Order. Yeah. So, also, scattered around the floor tiles are various Masonic and esoteric images. And I don't mean a couple. I mean, there's enough on the floor scattered around the airport that the normies are confused by
2: them. It really is the goddamn overlook. Imagine Stephen King designing (laughs) a fucking airport. It's just its it's crazy, because I keep thinking of, like, the, the carpet that Danny's playing with his cars on and everything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, along the same lines, there is a plaque and a pedestal that looks for all the world like a goddamn control panel of some form. That is, again, covered in Masonic images and literally mentions the fucking New World Order. Needless to say... Some folks think that this pedestal will be used to activate the secret parts of the complex once we're all taken over by whoever it is that's meant to take us over.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, a last thing to note in the airport itself are the two gargoyles sitting in suitcases overlooking the baggage return. There's no conspiracy theory there. It's just weird and I wanted to bring it up.
2: Oh, they also just watch over the luggage.
0: Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Now, we're going to literally dig deeper and talk about the underground portions of the airport. Yeah. So, when the airport was constructed, a big to-do was made about its new state-of-the-art automated baggage return system. The entire thing was housed underground in vast tunnels and would require if not no humans to operate it, very few. Hence the term automated.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard and seen yeah. horror stories about baggage handlers, and they really, they should just be called baggage maulers. Well, you know, they're called throwers in the industry. Like they, they, yeah. they shouldn't take that literally. They, yeah.
0: they... Now, upon opening, the entire system immediately broke down and has never been repaired. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels are now used by baggage handlers and their little
1: carts to do what they do at every other fucking airport. <clears throat> you know, that, that sounds like, you know, government, you know, contracting for Yeah. It.
0: Now, this has led some people to believe that the baggage return system was a front to construct the massive tunnels for other, more nefarious purposes. It's hard to argue against something more going on down there because of the sheer amount of tunnels. Now besides the area where the baggage system is, there are huge tunnels and halls leading off into areas of the underground where no one goes and where no one is allowed to go. They're closed off with cyclone fences in some cases, sometimes with gates in them, and the purposes of these tunnels are obviously the subject of conspiracy. Some speculate that the tunnels lead to the buried buildings.
2: Just wait till we get to the non-Euclidean geometry.
0: Oh yeah, something's gonna fall into the fucking corner.
2: <laughs> now,
0: others say they connect to a vast network of underground bases around the world, including Dulce. They can be reached by light-speed rail systems. Yes, trains moving at the speed of light
1: underground. Sure, hmm. why not? because <laughs> you know you're gonna you just throw everything else. On, sure. And let's see if it sticks. Might as well throw you know breaking the laws of thermodynamics mm. and
2: still more sure, plausible you know, than hyperloop.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Some even say that they're holding tanks for prisoners after the New World Order Revolution. Now, hmm. lastly, the other theory, this is where the Greys and Reptilians live. Mmm. Now, I'll tell you one thing that doesn't help settle any of these fucking conspiracies down. There are a fuck ton of drawings of Greys on the walls down there.
2: This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, literally, I've seen photos. They all, they're just, and they're not well done by any means, but they're like a lot of chalk drawings of aliens down there, (laughs) which is not going to settle anybody. So, the DIA is fully aware of the conspiracies, of course. And one of the things they've done is anytime there's construction or a new store going up or something... They put up a sign or wall it off, with either a dude with an iguana head or a gray alien, with some text talking about they're doing construction for their overlords. <laughs> now they have also opened a conspiracy museum in the airport, and it has shit like fake alien skulls and stuff about the reptilians. <laughs> and you know what? Good for them. I feel like flat out ignoring it would be the wrong way to go about handling it. And at least this way, they can have some fun with it, and maybe brighten someone's day through, you know, while they're going through such a busy airport.
2: Uh, but on the other hand, it also just kind of empowers the nut jobs um, because it's like, oh no, they're they're putting this out in public to mock us. So it's a hard position to take, but this is probably the best option they had.
0: I I agree. I feel like if they hadn't done anything, it wouldn't
1: help. Mm-hmm. So so we've kind of learned lately that when the government does come out and start saying, you know, like with, uh, you know, being more open, they've kind of been more open recently about, you know, UAP, UFO stuff. And then the uh, recent news, the Mexican government oh, with its little little yeah. weird corpses that the dead it claims team. are aliens. But the general public and the nut jobs generally when they do that just go like, I don't believe them yeah so yeah. Uh, there's there's kind of a uh a bathtub curve there of uh what <laughs> nut jobs will be willing well, to uh it, it's, swallow
2: it's, well when they're saying that they don't believe him it's that you know they're 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 faking this the real alien oh yeah
1: are. no that's what i mean though they're, oh yeah yeah i think the more they the more the government tries to uh open up about it be more candid maybe mm-hmm the less they are believed, even if it aligns with... This is a Dale
0: from King of the Hill situation. Yes. There's nothing the government can do to win them over. So, there is an obvious question here, and Mike asked it earlier. If this is a secret society trying to secretly take over the world in secret, why in the hell did they make it so obvious at the Denver International Airport? Well, the books I read have a fantastic explanation for this. The Illuminati has to put hints out there about everything they do, like when the Simpsons predicted 9-11, or when the Simpsons predicted Trump winning the presidency, or when the Simpsons did any damn thing.
2: Simpsons did it! Simpsons did it!
0: Oh, bite me. (laughs) It's in their organizational code allegedly, (laughs) that they have to let the public know in a weird roundabout way what they're doing to us. Why? Like when Close Encounters of the Third Kind was used to soften us up for a disclosure about aliens that never happened. I'm not joking about that. The theory is that they funneled information through Jacques Vallée to Spielberg for Close Encounters to get the public ready, and then the Illuminati got cold feet.
2: Which is kind of weird because lizard people, uh, you know, their feet are always cold.
0: My brain. My fucking brain. Thank you. It's weird. In my younger days, I really could have fallen for this theory. Like if we were the cute girl in the library. It's got just enough legit weird shit that I could see myself falling for it if I were just a little bit more gullible. But I'm not, unfortunately. And I feel like I'm missing out on some of the fun. But I do firmly believe that there is a lot in the underground portions being kept secret. But I think it might be part of a continuation of government plan in case of a national emergency. Like if the world goes to shit somehow, all the leaders can be flown to this fairly remote airport and then taken straight to the underground facilities, providing them with comfort and the ability uh, to carry on plans of action. And I don't think it's that far-fetched of an idea, and I'm curious how you guys
1: feel. So, um, it reminds me of a, I can't remember. There was a hotel that was in the uh, in the kind of not far from Washington, uh, right? Was it With the, the underground Greenbrier stuff? or something like that. I think it is a Greenbrier. And yeah, it was in the what 50s or 60s, just just post World War II. They had constructed underground uh, parts of it to hold, Mm -hmm. you know, Congress and uh, the president in the event of a nuclear attack. Right. And it had, you know, media facilities. It had a, you know, uh, backdrop for the president you know for him to sp- address the nation so it's not beyond the pale to think that right. you know this yeah. would be something and an airport makes perfect sense because you know the planes you, you have don't to have land to go somewhere. anywhere from the airport and so i've been bopping around google earth while y'all while you've been talking just looking at stuff seeing if i could find any because this was something we had discussed before and so it could be something else, but I found, a I was looking for where would the planes go? Because they're not going to go to a normal gate, right? hmm So I found a... Is it S4? No. Area 51? It's a pad of, you know, par- airplane parking places. And they're labeled WA1 through 8. Oh, that's 6. Washington. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. Washington. That's And there's it. a little building nearby that could, you know, have stuff to go Underground. underground. Mm-hmm. It also has, you know, so that that's it's right off one of the main yeah. runways. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of myself on this
0: one.
2: Yeah. so I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely in that camp. Like, I believe that the tunneling is for like defensive facilities and shelters for disaster and war. You know, especially because like it's positioning near the middle of the U.S. and near the Rocky Mountains. It's a great yeah. choice for infrastructure in case the worst were to happen. There's
1: there's already plenty of, uh infrastructure there, like NORAD and stuff, Mm -hmm. is not far in the Rocky Mountains.
2: And the fact that they can kind of blow off a lot of the investigation into this by playing up the conspiracy goofiness is really beneficial for them, too.
1: That's
0: a very good point. Yeah. Now, as for the art, rich people have horrible taste in art. Yeah. And if there's (laughs) anything strange going on here, it's more of a vortex of horrible art purchase choices. I think that, like, they went for every form of avant-garde art they could find and accidentally stumbled on a theme. (laughs) You know, kind of like you don't realize you've gotten into a genre of music until you've added, like, your 13th dubstep album artist (laughs) to uh, Spotify.
2: Name 13 dubstep artists right now.
0: Motherfucker, (laughs) don't, no, fuck off. They all sound the same, it doesn't matter.
2: I'm not going to gatekeep, we're good. Okay,
0: thank you. But again, I feel like this is a fun conspiracy if you don't dig enough to get to the anti-Semitism.
2: Anti-Semitism? In a conspiracy? No!
0: And speaking of (laughs) anti-Semitism, we'll hop
2: on to that horrible discussion
0: after this. (laughs) Welcome back! Mike, are you still looking around on Google Earth at the Denver airport?
1: Yeah. And like the main building, like, so whenever this was done, there was like more construction being done at the front Mm -hmm. and you see it goes pretty deep. Like, I mean, or there's built up areas around it, like the multiple ramps leading up to the parking structures. Oh yeah. Well, I
0: mean, you got to drive down to the light speed rail thing to get to all the bases
2: it has very uh source forge vibes like if you're building a map for counter strike or something
0: you know i was actually going to say i can't wait for this thing to turn up in a fallout game
1: <laughs> well, i was just looking at it thinking that thing coming off the front looks kind of like if this was like a starship and that's a railgun
0: oh great the there's a fucking conspiracy it's for actually
1: you.
2: just a spaceship
0: mm-hmm. yeah just yep.
2: design your next starfield ship based on the deck of
0: just play Home World by Yes as it takes off. But
1: wait, on Google Earth, there's these weird red floating things above the airport. That must mean Mike. Are know, those pins? No, it's it's artifacts of oh. you know where Google Earth got confused and rendered some of the uh, the ground stuff in the air. Ah, uh, like you ever see how it does that on uh, trees and things like that? Yeah.
0: Well. Before we move on to the next subject, in general, how are you guys feeling about underground bases? Pretty good so far?
1: I mean, I I always liked the, the kid in Gleaming the Cubes underground bedrooms. So. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, the one that lived in the uh, the, the drainage pipe? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, David?
2: We're going from something like that's kind of wholesome to probably mm-hmm. absolutely awful.
0: Absolutely. Now let me ruin your night. So this next subject is a tough one to put together. And I mean, seriously, I read a lot of material on Dulce, and I listened to several podcasts, and I'm going to try and distill it down without getting into all the names and specifics. Mm -hmm. Just know that most of what you're about to hear comes from a, a quote, guy who's really big on the internet, according to the book, named Branton. (laughs) And he got most of his information from a gentleman known as Commander X.
2: This G.I. Joe all of a sudden? I don't know. It's
0: fucking dumb. And to tell the story of Dulce Base, I have to try and summarize the batshit conspiracy behind it. It is long convoluted, it backtracks frequently, and makes no sense, so this is the best summary I can give you without a murder board. So, strap in, we're headed into stupid territory, guys.
2: Now, I also do want to suggest that we add this to our expand upon list for later, because there is a ton we can still mention here.
0: Oh, I seriously want to do one just about the Dulce Wars. Mm-hmm. In the future, so we'll add that to the list. Hell yeah. So, let's start. The Bavarian Illuminati...
2: <clears throat> oh, yes, yes.
0: Controlled by the 13 bloodlines, mostly made up of Jewish
1: families,
0: created the Nazis.
1: <clears throat> of course.
0: I'm going to let that sink in for just a second. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have yet to read a satisfactory explanation of why they would do this and commit the Holocaust, but I'm sure believers in this will scream about manufactured sympathy. And this is awful stuff, and I just want everyone to know that none of us believe this, and we're presenting the information as presented.
2: All right? You know... All we're missing is a bunch of highly offensive drawings of Jews eating babies, and we'd have batshit bingo on our hands.
0: You know, you're not wrong. Oh, boy. See, it fucks with my brain. So the Illuminati, using their power in the oil industry via Exxon, fueled the Nazi war machine and were approached via the Nazi government by the Greys, and technology was exchanged.
2: Now, when they say Exxon, they mean standard oil, right? Because Exxon wasn't like a thing until like the early 70s. Yeah, with like a dozen other oil companies descended from Standard Oil.
0: Yes, but they make a note of saying that Exxon is the main descendant of Standard Oil, so they start using Exxon repeatedly. Huh. And I'm like, hmm, that's a little misleading, but sure, why not? Well, when the war went south for Germany, the Illuminati orchestrated Project Paperclip where German scientists were brought to the U.S. with new identities literally paper to their files. This was actually a cover to begin the Nazi and fascist infiltration of the United States. Thousands of them placed in high-ranking locations in the government.
2: Also a way to benefit from terrible, terrible war crimes in an attempt to fight the communists. But, yep. you know, let's go with the Nazis.
0: Yeah definitely well and is obviously it was all a ploy so mm-hmm. after roswell eisenhower of course signed the Gaeta treaty with the grays where in exchange for technology they were allowed to abduct a certain number of humans and animals as long as they kept up with the paperwork and i love this yes zipnak had to file tps reports for anal probing bubba in alabama <laughs>
2: I, I now want a workplace sitcom about Area Fifty One produced by Mike Judge.
0: You know there oh. is a there is a show that was on TBS. I think it was called People of Earth. That mm. is basically that. It's a it's Ooh. about a UFO abduction support group, and about the aliens that abduct them in a Ooh. workplace environment on a UFO.
2: And now this this whole thing just sets up that skit from uh, Kids in the Hall with Animal yes! probing.
0: Yes, exactly. Dimitred ass freaks. <laughs> I'm sure the great leader is just a twisted ass freak, but yes, <laughs> uh, the the show actually has like Nordics, Greys, and reptilians all working together. So I I, I really need to need watch to, this. Yeah, Mike. You, never mind. We'll we'll see about finding it on streaming legally. So, as the working, <laughs> god damn it. So as a working relationship with the Greys developed, they built underground bases all over the world that would be co-managed by the Illuminati, of course, now in control of the U.S. government, and the alien species we had become allied with. Now, there's also some, quote, evidence that the aliens already had bases here, and they were connecting them up, like I mentioned, with the Denver Airport and the Lightspeed Rail System. And I think this links up with the Atlantis? I don't know. Kill me?
1: I mean they, they they all like tie into each other and like it's yeah. just this kind of Ouroboros of awful, awful, terrible conspiracies that just continues to suck each other off until the end of
2: time. Yep. And now I was gonna say Katamari Ball of tangential association.
1: Sure. Hey, that's the eyebrow way of yeah, saying it. I like it. I'm just I, I just say,
2: you know, just a bunch of dudes, you know, giving each other a reach round.
0: Now, well, or you,
2: when, when when you mention like them linking up their bases, I keep thinking of, like Minecraft terms. Yeah. Where I build like one mine shaft and I go to another mine shaft.
0: Oh yeah, and no, and then tell. they and then they lay down redstone and repeater blocks and shit.
2: Mine carts. Just, yep. Just just a gray alien
1: punching the Ooh. dirt. The, the mine carts are the light speed trains.
0: I bet Notch is part of the lizard people. <laughs> Probably. Or the Illuminati contacted the lizard people in the Hollow Earth. That is another theory, and it depends on who you're talking to. I kind of like the idea of Lacerda having to come in and do paperwork sometimes, though.
2: She tucks those lizard tits into a tasteful business casual blouse. <laughs> mm,
0: let's let's just all think about that for a minute. No, let's not move on. So that actually gets us to the base. Thank Christ.
2: Christ has nothing to do with this, sir. <laughs> Well, you said
1: Lacerda. It's like, well, what, are you really going for the circle jerk there? Yeah, no, well,
0: you got to do callbacks. So let's talk about the base itself. Now, the base was built on Native American land, of course, in Dulce, New Mexico in 1947, with power being provided by the Navajo Dam. Now, the Navajo actually do have... uh, Memories of some shady shit going on down at the time because lumber trucks were headed into the fucking desert loaded with construction equipment when no lumber ever being sent out.
2: The honkies are at it again.
0: (laughs) I don't know why I like that so much. So the base is supposed to be at least seven floors deep that we know of. Now, there are probably more that the source of all this, Commander X, wasn't privy to. And we'll talk about uh, each level.
2: Now, did they consult Dante Alighieri about this?
0: I don't know who that is.
2: Dante's Inferno?
0: Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Duh, God, this medication. <laughs> fuck. Probably. Or, or it was, was
2: that too highbrow for us? That was a little
0: too, it's too highbrow for me. I know two languages: English and bad English. Pick one. So, level one is security and transportation. It's where all the trains come in, and everyone is issued their jumpsuit and a one-day-use ID.
2: So this is where you get the "Hello, my name is" stickers for the mixer.
0: Yes, hello, my name is. <laughs> so that's level one. Level two is known affectionately as the Nightmare Hall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> holy fuck <laughs>
0: yeah this location is where horrible genetic experiments occur our sources i use that term loosely say that there are half human half animal hybrids kept in cages and vats that are both dangerous and insane and spend most of their time screaming
2: now now, this sounds like a level six thing what the fuck is I, going on below? i know we'll that's only that. level
0: two Every door after this has a scale built into the floor, and if there's more than a three-pound difference in your weight, you will get security checked.
2: The Isle of Dr. Moreau. This joke will be funnier when you see the outline.
0: You know, I didn't know what you meant by that until I actually read that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I get that. Wow, that's deep. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So
0: uh, one of the things about the Nightmare Hall is they talk about, like, it's— half-human, half-bat, half-human, half-shark, half-human, half-spider. And I'm like, this is... Just, you're just... It's Seriously, it sounds like a B-movie.
2: It's the furry factory.
0: It sounds like Bella Lugosi's gonna come out as his mad scientist character from all the shorts going, Yes, this simplifies everything!
2: It's the government-sponsored fursona generator. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> yep, no, this is... Basically, this is the Fur Affinity Ward. So... <laughs> All right, so after level two, you have level three. Mike, you getting all this? Sure. Okay. You drinking?
1: Uh, not right now. I'm oh. Out, uh, weird shit.
0: <laughs> Mike's on for affinity already. Yes. So, level three is where the aliens start really showing up. Now there are greys and reptilians at work here, and they work with humans. Now they're not allowed to communicate with humans in common areas. Only in the labs. Only for work purposes. And it's here that they developed all of the mind control technology you hear about in alien abductions. It's also where some abductees are stored before being drained of blood to be fed to the greys.
1: Sure, why not?
0: Because the greys absorb the blood through their skin, and then they shit through their skin. And piss through their skin.
2: Okay. Never Sounds shake lovely. hands with the Gray.
0: Mm-hmm. And again... Let's not forget the Greys communicate by going, ah! So, this is a great place to work. Yep. The mind control stuff is referred to as elf technology. And I can't, can't find any explanation in the books on what elf stands for. And I'm guessing we're just supposed to know. I mean, it might actually be elves.
2: I think it was covered in Disney's The Santa Claus.
1: Fair enough, Mike. Mm-hmm. Any theories? So, of what else stands for? So the only th- only thing that jumps out at me is uh extremely low frequency, which is the
0: uh, is this the poop gun?
1: No, it's the the regime of the electromagnetic spectrum, which uh, a lot of countries, the U.S. no longer uses it, but uh, they use it for uh, communicating with submarines because we're talking about uh wavelengths in the kilometer scale right so at that scale super long so waves. what you're doing is you sync wires in fact I have a wikipedia thing pulled up for this exact scenario because we were talking about it before uh, but, um,
2: so, so I, I just want to emphasize that you had this pulled up before we yeah. even brought up the subject well <laughs> no because Kevin you're looking up frequencies it. I, would, yeah, I,
0: I do need to explain that yesterday I was screaming about elf technology <laughs> <laughs> at the top of my fucking lungs, and Mike was like,
1: Well now I have to fucking know. But uh so what they do is they sink wires into the ground because at th- at these uh kilometer scale frequencies um it, like you know we're talking like the couple of hertz, like two or three hertz, which a hertz is just times per second. And at these wavelengths You would need an antenna that's miles long because your antenna has to be a mathematical fraction of your wavelength. And if the wavelength is a kilometer, well, you know, obviously you have to have a giant antenna. So what they what they do is they use the earth itself as the antenna. Because, you know, the earth is a ground and it's It's
2: theoretically electrically
1: conductive. Well, that's what. That's what ground, whenever you you, uh, look at a, uh, or think, hear anything about, you know, grounding in your house, it literally means going to the ground. There, there's a wire that in your house that goes to the earth because part of the earth is used as the return for your electrical, like your electricity that comes in your house. Well, part of it leaves through the ground and goes back to the electrical station through the ground. Mm. Right. But, um, but you're using the earth as an antenna to broadcast these very long, slow frequencies to submarines for communication, because the, you think about it, these the submarines are in salt water. What is salt water but uh, fairly conductive electrically? So normal radio waves do not penetrate salt water. Well, they, they penetrate, they get in salt water, but salt water dissipates the radio waves. So you can't right. use radio except for the first few couple of feet. What about Mexican radio? Oh, that that's that's its own thing. You can pick up Mexican radio anywhere. That's and true. We picked up Mexican I, radio. We've thought about that on you know, the with show. With a microphone plugged into a, uh, a camcorder. camcorder. Mm-hmm. So I think that stuff's just ubiquitous. But um, so. <laughs> it,
0: just love the idea of Russian subs down there <laughs> turning on the radio here. and do Donde es aquí?
1: Yeah, but anyway, this is a long way to say, and the U.S. stopped using it in the early 2000s. I guess we just use satellites or something like that. Um, I don't know, but apparently it's a very inefficient way to talk to submarines. Like, you're talking about using, like, kilowatts or megawatts of power, just pumping it into the Earth to get a signal out. And so we, I guess, found a better way. There's obviously probably classified how we do it, but...
0: Could you if Stuff. there are other countries still using this, yeah. could you basically just like drown it out by blasting Inagata Divita through the ground?
1: Um I mean, yeah. if you it's it's it'd be like, you know, jamming any other radio signal okay. you have you to bro- power it. You have to broadcast you know, on the same frequency strong arm that shit and, you know, at a higher power. Basically yelling louder than that. Correct. Right. But but if you, you have to yell at the per, the right pitch, like well you know, you know it, it, no i got gotcha. you yeah because but, radio is just so selective in that right. way
0: and that's great but again this is all saying that it was created by aliens on <laughs> level 3 of uh, the
1: and, and i think it might be you know it's one of those things where nut jobs tend to pers- they hear something about that the government uses and prescribe like way more nefarious or awesome things to it than I, what's real it's like the like harp oh yeah yeah harp no, is, harp is, a is a frequent, it's a mega weapon when it's really just, uh, it literally just is used to uh, study and create aurora.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad you explained that. But going forward, yeah. the official explanation of what elf technology is uh, for last for for uh, uh, God I almost called a strong show. Okay. Supernatural selection is <laughs> it turns you into Will Ferrell.
1: I, I, I oh, can can it also t- uh, conversely turn you into Zoe Dachanel? I mean, I guess if you're okay. if you're down for that, or it could turn you into Deedlet. or or could it turn can turn someone else into Zoe Dashanel?
0: It could turn you into Deedlet from Record of Lodoss War. Okay, you yeah. know, yeah, why not? Jesus we Christ. need to do we need to do that <laughs> anyway. So, moving on from elves, level four. God, we were talking about a base. Level four is for research and experimentation on human auras and souls. <laughs> There is an a, there is astral projection going on here on a regular basis, and they have found ways to trap people attempting to remote view the base.
2: Ingo Swan and the escape from Dulce Base.
0: You know. Yeah, I'd watch it. Not yeah. gonna lie, I'd watch that. But they talk about like you know they sent. It's basically quantum leap. Do you <laughs> remember how quantum leap worked? Sam was jumping into other people's auras.
2: I still think that the hell room or whatever it was should have been nightmare lower than the
0: Yeah, no, that should be level seven. That should be level <laughs> nightmare hall should be level seven, not three, uh, two. Fuck, it's like all right. Uh, I mean, like, what the fuck, man? Why do you put that like right above the gift sh- or right below the gift shop? So. Level 5 through 7, yeah, we're handling those in a chunk, appear to be for the aliens, with the only humans allowed down there being security. What goes on down there is sketchy as fuck, and reptilians apparently eat the janitors.
2: Reptilians aren't even that hungry, they just do it because they can.
0: They're dicks. Yep. They're just dicks. Can you imagine being hired to be a, a janitor? and they have, like, an incredible life insurance payout. You're like, just, what the fuck?
2: Just a, a lizard person comes up to you and slaps the brain out of your hand. And it's like, what, you gonna cry?
0: <laughs> so, to briefly summarize, the base is the home of every conspiracy that can be linked to aliens, and quite a few that aren't. So There you go. What follows is information, and this is a part we're going to expand into a whole fucking episode. What follows is information allegedly from a security guard picked by some human personnel at the base, along with a couple of reptilians, to lead a rebellion. This is like deciding to enlist the security guard at your local mall to help overthrow the... Shit. I forgot about January 6th for a second there. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to move on from that metaphor. Uh, so Thomas Edwin Castello, not Costello, Castello, was an explosives engineer who claims to have been a security guard in the Dulce base when he was approached by several humans and a reptilian named Krashkar to join and lead their
1: rebellion.
2: Now, see, I thought you were going to say we saw you across the bar.
1: Uh, yeah, they're, they're just looking to, for someone to add to their uh, I ball. just
2: met you, and
0: this is crazy. But here's my number, so call me and lead my rebellion. No thank you, Zorak. <laughs> <laughs> now, Castello's job at the base was literally to sit in a room and watch cameras and occasionally make sure a janitor didn't get eaten.
2: Oh, so Five Nights at Freddy's, something like that, yeah. So, so he's
1: an explosives engineer, but he's just sitting around being a, Did, a, a, a security guard.
0: Yeah, and then get up and walk around every now and again. Mike, you were a security guard,
1: you know what that entails. Yeah, but I, I was not an explosives engineer, which I where I could theoretically make way more money doing that. You would
0: think the rebellion was apparently due to the aliens actually being in complete control of the base instead of co-control. With the U.S. government slash Illuminati being aware of this and being too frightened to do anything. Hmm. Now, this plays into a lot of stories about our dealings with the Greys. We have apparently been bought and sold, and it's all over but for the crying. The invasion has happened secretly, and we have lost.
2: So, so basically, it's like a Darth Vader and Cloud City vibe. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So- they, they, they
1: bought us, but with what money? They don't have our money. Technology. Oh, oh, that, they
0: gave us technology, and we said, yeah, whatever. So, we're going to do an episode about this, eventually, when I can fucking wrap my brain around it and try <laughs> to make it vaguely cohesive. This is hard enough. So, on the day of the Rebellion... The rebels were ambushed while preparing for their action, and 60 humans and several reptilians were murdered by uh, base personnel. Mm. Now, Castello managed to escape back to his station and laid low like nothing had happened, and then eventually got out of the base through one of its many, 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 many secret escape tunnels.
1: Nothing says a secure base like secret escape tunnels.
0: I tell you, just yeah, that that your fucking security guard knows. He says with authority that they were betrayed by someone in the rebellion. Now, I'm not a math scientist or anything, but one plus one equals the guy that lived was probably the fucking traitor.
2: Well, why do I picture Wayne Knight's circa like Jurassic Park when I hear about this guy? I could see that. He has the Dennis Nedry vibe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. So, Castello said he was sure that his family was already taken and probably dead, and that he would be releasing documents, photos, and video in the coming months that were both stolen and taken by himself at Dulce Base to expose the alien fifth column hiding in the U.S. government so that we can fight back against our alien overlords. Now, that was sometime in the 90s, and nothing has come out. The folks that brought Castello's story to the public say that he's vanished, and they're, quote, waiting for the right time to release what he left behind. And anyone who leaks information on this is always killed or silenced by the Illuminati.
2: They bludgeon you with pretzels or drown you in beer.
0: Because it's Bavarian. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you turn on the Illuminati. They're going to kill you.
2: <laughs> That's a bunch of sauerkrauts.
0: Hail Satan. So, anyway. <laughs> you'll notice something between these two stories that we've talked about. The, the Dulce Base and Dever Airport. The Illuminati seem to be operating on two different sets of rules here. Now with Denver with Denver, they seem to want everyone to know what they're planning out of some bizarre form of honor or a code of conduct. Now what Dull say, silence is the ultimate weapon, and no tactics are too far in maintaining silence, except for the books and the websites and the new Amazon documentary and the specials on Two B T V. Which now that I think about it, could be them allowing exposure of it via carefully orchestrated leaks to the public that are just too insane to believe.
2: Or, or it could just be like an East Coast versus West Coast hip hop thing. Oh, you know, I would be. Lo- yeah, same, same thing, just different vibes.
0: I would really love to see uh, Reptilian Biggie and Gray Tupac. <laughs> of course, it could have been. I don't know. We're getting into that area. The entire thing could be two different branches of the Bavarian Illuminati working with little coordination. Possibly one not under the direct influence of the Greys, leading a rebellion that failed at Dulce and centering the new one at Denver. Have I mentioned that I'm off my meds?
2: Oh, you don't really need to tell us. That is readily apparent. Yes.
0: Okay. I just, you know, so you know. So... Needless to say, this is all bullshit, and it's two types of bullshit.
1: Or it's, it's the same bullshit, just different flavors.
0: Yeah, but like Denver is some very strange art choices, and in it, planning of a massive facility having just enough weirdness to spark discussion. And for the most part, it's kind of, kind of fun discussion. It's about weird art and weird architecture, and nothing that's actually harming anyone on the surface. It's something the airport can lean into and have fun with. And frankly, I want to go see the airport. Mm-hmm. I feel, Mike, I think you brought this up. At some point, we need to go to the airport and like all three of us meet.
2: Sure. Be fun.
0: Now, Dulce is the worst kind of conspiracy. The kind that came from someone's imagination. It was corroborated by liars claiming they also had proof and found a way to blame the Jews. Again. Always. It's one of those stories that breaks down simply. I mean, it's more complex than I'm about to describe it, but for the sake of my own sanity, I'm going to get down to the skeleton of this monster, okay? hmm People see pretty lights in the sky. Everyone wants some kind of explanation. Some folks say it's normal things mistaken for the fantastic. Some folks say it's friends from somewhere out in space. Other folks cannot handle the idea that there might be good beings out there and construct an elaborate story that the government and a religion are working with aliens to rape us and control our minds, and that's why a black man won the election a few years ago, and only a criminal with a spray tan can save us. (laughs) And all this because someone saw pretty lights in the sky. So guys... What do you think about our underground bases? How you feeling?
1: Um yeah, they're are underground and their bases all night. <laughs> damn it. I mean, I would say that that, that you know, the uh Dulce base was oddly compartmentalized like, you know, they it was like a mall and how, you know, or department is more like a department store and how it had all these levels. It's like, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all in the, these these it's levels like were very Dantean in that they were yeah. levels of hell.
0: And I think that's part of the inspiration for it, maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, so Dulce so Base, whatever, it's dumb, hilarious fun. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, as for Denver, I still stand by that idea of like, yeah, it was probably, they also built in defensive in, infrastructure. Like, it just, it makes too much sense. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, we're not going to draw attention to it if people are going to, believe that there's aliens, we'll just play around with it.
0: Right, and I think that's part of what's going on right now with the whole UAP thing. It's the same kind of idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Dulce does deserve a deeper look, but I wanted to get it out there into our listeners' consciousness so that we can come back to it later. Uh, David, you and me are going to have to work together on that because I mm-hmm. will end up destroying myself if I do this by myself again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'll get your straight jacket, and I'll, I'll be there to drape it over you as you study.
0: We're literally gonna have to find a website to build a virtual murder board for this <laughs> one, because like there are so many names involved, it's ridiculous. And the good news is, in our uh, Google Drive folder of weird ass books that I have for us, David, mm-hmm. if you look under your chair, you mm-hmm.
1: get a Dulce War.
2: Yay. Bees.
1: Like anyway. That's... So, so in something else I've found. So earlier in the, the very beginning of the doc, you said that the conspiracy theories, claim, theorists claim that, uh, Denver already had a perfectly fine airport. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was a Stapleton international airport. Okay. And apparently over the years it had become, you know, that's, it was built before airlines did the hub model. Right, and it became the hub for pretty much every goddamn airline, and it was just cramped. Like, oh yeah, no fucking overrun. You and cramped.
0: cannot tell that to a conspiracy
1: theorist, and, though. And in the eighties, they started, you know, looking to build a new air international airport mm-hmm. in the Denver area.
0: Now, bear in mind, I gave you the information I was given. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just, I'm oh, yeah. just
1: no. adding some. You you're know.
0: you're doing a mic, and that's yeah. great. That's why you're here.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was apparently scheduled to open in '93. Yes, it was, <laughs> oh, and wow. that's when they commissioned the dude to do the horse. And uh, yeah, I've looked at Google Earth where you can you know go back in time, and yeah, in '95 it's still under construction, mm-hmm. and the earliest pictures I can find that look like it's open that has airplanes is 99. So yeah, I was way behind.
0: Yeah, and again, took 15 years to get that fucking horse out there. Well yeah, you know, a horse
1: of that majesty takes... Well that's a horse of a different color.
2: Well, you can lead a horse to an airport, but you can't make him drink the adrenochrome
1: no yes oh my like,
0: you know I'm really glad that never came up in any of these stories I think well, that they're predated it, but it yeah. does it does and you know what I don't feel like we should ever cover the adrenochrome
2: shit oh god no no I really no, no but we can make passing, fun of it
0: oh absolutely so um yeah that's the show for this week I'm uh kinda happy with how it turned out and I'm, I'm happy it only took me 21 pages
2: yeah there oh, you
0: go boy. yeah so, uh, that being said, guys, have you got anything to plug? David, you go first.
2: Uh, well, I mean, uh, RGBOTS is back. Enjoy it. Um, you can find that at RGBOTS.com. I am also now on Blue Sky in addition to Mastodon, so you can follow me on Blue Sky at, um, sorry, I pulled my profile. It's at, at HP Comic, right? Yeah, at social. Or you can find me on Mastodon at hbcomic at horrorhub
0: Awesome. Mike, yep. you get any plugs? Um no. Not really. You get anywhere we can find you on social media?
1: Um I do, but I don't know that I mean I really only You don't have, do anything on that. I mean I have them, but I mostly just like follow people and vaguely sure. check them at irregular intervals so it's not like i'm posting my deep thoughts or anything that's fair my my deepest thoughts i say for this show right (laughs) well
0: well, you can find me on social media you can find me uh all over the goddamn place just look for me uh most of my usernames right now are kevin from supernatpod or supernatpod kevin But my main thing is you can find me on Mastodon at CodaOtan at Retro.Pizza. And you can find the show at SupernatPod at Weirdo.Network on Mastodon. And you'll find a link to all of our individual profiles in the uh, bio for the show there. So... If you want to find out more about the show, you can head to our website, supernatpod.rocks. That is supernatpod.rocks. You'll find a link to our Discord, our Patreon. Uh, I don't think you'll find a link to our social media. Maybe you will. I don't remember right now. We I got to actually pull up the website and actually look at the damn thing. Probably. But you can find all of our shows, including the distraction hole there. So that's fun.
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: again that's supernatpod.rocks if you need to get in touch with us uh, outside of social media we have a contact form there so uh, that's it for this week anybody got any final thoughts
1: um so and according to the Wikipedia the red glowing eyes of the uh, demonic horse statue are a tribute to the artist's father who owned a neon light shop in Mexico
0: oh fuck off it does no, well, I mean, that's probably true, but, like, there's a yeah. lot of colors you could have done
1: that aren't Satan well, red. Well, I mean, no, neon neon lights are red. Like, if, if you're talking about, like, an actual neon light, like, all the other colors of, quote, neon are other gases that aren't neon.
0: Okay, that's fair. But it's still, it's, like, just the sheer conglomeration of things that lead
1: to weird... Yeah. They're artists. You know artists. They do weird shit, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. You try to put any kind of logic to the art, you do. Okay. That's fair.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And again, you can find our Patreon on the website as well. <laughs> How about you, David? Any parting
1: thoughts?
2: Goodbye, horses. I'm crying over you. Goodbye, horses. I'm flying, flying, flying.
1: That's beautiful, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, is that a reference? I don't get it.
2: Yeah. It's, um, from it's Q Lazarus with goodbye horses. It's most famously used in uh, Silence of the Lambs when Buffalo Bill is dancing right. with their penis tucked in.
0: Right. Uh, you
2: a moment me? of beauty, a real, God, a real beautiful me. moment.
1: Yes. With the uh, mangina.
0: I've seen his mangina. I've seen his downstairs mix up. He's old Greg. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. We will see you next time for a weekend weird. So until then, stay safe stay
2: frosty. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. They should really put a giant gray on top of that horse. They should, just
0: like wearing a cowboy hat and spurs. In fact, make it Roger from uh, American Man. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. <laughs>